the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. I am Pastor Scott Furrow. Good to be with you today. The number is 888-528-2557. If you want to join the conversation, we brought some sunshine in yesterday, just as we promised. Still working on the warmth, though. It's going to be cool for a little while. I guess that's allowed because it's still winter, but uh, it's not winter in Southern California. It should be about 75 now, I think, normally. You know, we get a week usually in February where we sneak out to the beach. Maybe the first week of February is close to that, come to think of it. So maybe it's not as unusual. But anyway, it's good to be with you today. There's a lot going on in the world today, and we can talk about those things. But I had this this thought. I You know, every day I get up, I, I watch the news, and, you know, sometimes there's big stories and impactful things that we need to talk about. There's stuff that we've talked about today. But here's a thought for you. I've been thinking about waiting and not waiting in a sense of waiting on the Lord. That's a good thing, by the way. Waiting on the Lord, it's not passive. It sounds passive, right? It's a, it's a way to use that word waiting that we don't usually use in regular conversation. You know, it's, it's about getting actively prepared for whatever the Lord is going to do. When you wait on the Lord, you're not just sitting around waiting for the Lord to do something. It's getting prepared for whatever the Lord is going to do. Do you do that? Or do you wait for the Lord to do, and then you'll respond to whatever it is he's doing? I think there's a difference. And as I thought about that, I I am looking at the news stories today and just sort of glancing at things going on in Washington, things going around the world, things in the politics and things even in church stories, even really great things, you know, where the Jesus Revolution movie and people coming out of that inspired and excited, I think, about what the Lord can do. But I feel like that we are a culture, including in the church, where we're waiting for something to happen. But in that waiting, we're just waiting. Do you, do you feel this? Are you, are you kind of with me that we, we're waiting? I think we're waiting for something big to happen. I'm concerned that we're not preparing for something big to happen. We don't even know what that's going to be. There's a lot of prognosticators out there. Oh, this is coming and you know this and that. We don't know what's going to happen. Maybe we're coming up on a big war because we're waiting to see if China is going to invade Taiwan and we're waiting to see if Russia invades some other country or if the Ukraine situation blows up beyond those borders. We're waiting to see if God is going to bring us a revival in our country. We're waiting to see what God might be doing in our life. What are what are you waiting for? That's what I want to talk about here for a little bit. What are you waiting for? The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. What do you need to have happen to let you take some forward movement in your life, to get some direction? You, do you feel this? You know, Maybe you're thinking, what are we waiting for? What do we need to happen? What's the catalyst for some big things to change? 
there's a bunch of folks up there in the snow. I hope that you're doing well. And I don't mean to say this to be, to be critical. I know that it's really rough for you if you're up in some of our snow communities, Arrowhead and places like that. We don't see this in uh, California, obviously. And uh, there's all these photographs, you know, of the mountains from Los Angeles, from San Diego. And it's beautiful. It's fantastic. It's less beautiful if you're buried under 12 feet of it, though. And it's less beautiful if you are. Uh, I was listening to somebody on a show yesterday who's up in Arrowhead talking about how everybody's running out of food and they can't plow the roads because there's not enough diesel fuel up there and they can't fuel the snow plows. Now, we knew for days that this was going to be a major storm. We knew for days, right, that this storm is coming. It's going to we called it was we had a blizzard warning. Now, I recognize that in California, a blizzard warning usually means that the machine is out at the Dairy Queen. But we knew, but we didn't really prepare. You know, like we waited for the storm. And we knew it was coming. We even enjoyed it while it got here, I think, for a little bit and the newness of it. But we didn't prepare. And now some people are in a lot of trouble. You can join our conversation. This is Southern California Live, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. You can also send me an email at SoCalLive at KKLA.com. What are you waiting for? What are we waiting for? I'm sitting at a coffee shop, not right now. Although I'm kind of always at a coffee shop because I usually have coffee with me. It's the brew of the believer. It is the the cup of the confessing. I got a whole bunch of those. Uh, <clears throat> the juice of the joyful. And sometimes, uh, most of the time in the morning, I, I'll work and I'll prepare the show often from a coffee shop somewhere. And I like to go to the independent ones when I can, but I'll go to the corporate ones. I don't care. And I was in a religious one today. I think it's called St. Arbuck's. And when I went into St. Arbuck's, um, I like to go into coffee shops if I'm working where there's a vibe, right? Some of them have a, a social vibe, different coffee shops, different social vibe going on. You talk and you chat, and that's really cool. But sometimes there's a working vibe, right? Everybody in there is doing business. We just live in this world, weird world today where we are doing business. And you see different people. And today, for some reason, even though the coffee shop I'm in was one of the, the business vibe, for some reason, this week, I've been in there a couple of times. Maybe it's the rain. Maybe people's schedules have changed. But there's a whole bunch of different people in there. And there's also the regulars. And I like to pay attention. It helps me prepare even for the show. It helps me get ready for what's going on. And sometimes I have great conversations with people. And there's a guy in there. He's an old guy. And he's been in – I always see him in there. We've, But he never really looks at me until recently. We've been making eye contact and kind of nodding at each other every time we see each other. And he's an old guy who always wears a suit. It's a suit that's out of style, kind of old. I'm guessing this guy's around 90, and he kind of looks like Martin Landau. Uh, and I had to look it up because I thought maybe it is Martin Landau, you know. But it uh, turns out Martin Landau, the actor, passed away in 2017. But if Martin Landau faked his death, then he's hanging out in a Starbucks in Burbank, by the way. Um, maybe he did, you know. Maybe he's like, you know what, tired of the attention. Probably shouldn't be hanging out there. Uh and I'm looking forward to having a conversation with him. I bet he's got stories. I bet he is probably old Hollywood. He probably did something at some point uh, in all of this. And he just sits there every day, enjoys his coffee. Nobody talks to him. He just sits at the table. I imagine, you know, he's probably had a family, probably had other things going on. And I thought, what is he waiting for? Is he just waiting to die? I hope not. I mean, he seems pretty able. Uh, so... 
I'm going to talk to him. I've not talked to him yet, but I'm going to now that we're kind of having the the nodding experience where we we see each other on a regular basis. It's probably a, an opportunity then to say how you do it. I see you in here all the time. What are you up to? So I'm going to find out. I'll let you know about that. But I'm wondering, what are we waiting for? The number is 888-528-2557. us go to Brian in Simi Valley. Brian, welcome to Southern California Live. How's your day going today? Well, I'm uh, I'm waiting to find out. <laughs> you know, in all of this, my wife got a flat tire, so we're you know I got to help her out with all of that. Things happen, you know, uh, throughout the day. So that's how my day's going. But it's it's extra good to be talking to you, Brian. So what are you up to today? Well, uh, I'm on the disability right now, just uh, in between work, so I have a lot of time to you know prepare, like you're talking about. I'm getting more into scripture and. We're on a weekly Bible study out here, mm. and uh, a lot of people we we uh, we get on a call every Sunday, and then we do homework all week. And uh, yeah, so it's it's we've been we've been talking about this for got this good look probably six months now, and how you know Satan's starting to really spread, and and I mean I watch the Grammys, and these people are just. <laughs> Everything is getting so bad in the last six months. It's escalated, and hopefully, you know, Jesus comes back soon, and we can all go up there, and uh, hopefully we're all prepared, you know, for for him coming back. But what if he's not coming back soon? I mean, that's something that, and I think you're making an interesting point. This is something I was thinking about today is, what are we waiting for? Because the evil one's not waiting. He's busy. Uh, there are people who aren't waiting, right? The the people who right now want to do evil, they're not waiting for anything. They're getting busy. What are we waiting for? I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, you know what? I, I look at it a different way. I'm, I'm, I'm in communication with a guy named Richard Basuti, which he used to be connected with Francis Chan out here in Simi Valley. And he's just, you know, I thank God for him every day. And there's another guy that we, that we, uh, that runs our Bible study, and uh, his name is Dick Knowles. Uh-huh. And you can ask Dick, you know, give me Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2, and he'll go, boom. Right. You know, he's, he's, the, just, uh, he's an older gentleman, but I'm telling you what, he keeps everybody in check every week to go, you know what, uh, one thing we can control is what we do on a daily basis and how we keep our armor up, you know, iron sharpeth iron, and keep all the, 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 the ones that God chose, which is such an honor, you know, and it's it's, we all need to get together and get stronger when all these other obstacles are coming up because it's not, I don't know if it's just me, but, uh, it seems like in the last quarter, two quarters, nobody cares about God anymore. And I've seen, I've seen some Jesus ads on, on uh, TV, which I've never seen in a long time, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, you see Jesus and it's like, wow, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen a commercial promoting Jesus Christ, and I don't know, I, I probably never. So how do we respond to that? So how do we, um, you know, what are we waiting for? I think we're waiting, I mean, from what I've been studying and what we've been studying is the second coming, as what I'm looking forward to, and I don't care if it happens in a minute or in, in 10, 20, 30, 40 years, I want to make sure that I'm prepared, my family members are prepared, and I'm I'm out doing. You know, it's it's our it's our um, benefit as we get stronger and stronger in Christ to spread what we know, and, and it's it's 
it's an obligation in my opinion. All right, so and we need. So I'm I'm not really I'm not waiting. I'm more in fear lately. I'm I'm getting you know we we pull Romans out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when, well, the, when the poop starts to hit the fan, you just you grab Romans and you kind of go, okay, you yeah. know. But yeah, I'm not waiting. I'm 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 thank God I'm prepared. You know, and doing the best I can do in, in my walk. Yeah, and 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 God, thank God I got Richard Basuti, and thank God I got Dick Noel. Well, I'm glad you got some great mentors in your life, Brian. I want to go on to some other calls here, but I appreciate you calling Southern California Live. The number is eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. The question really is, what are we waiting for? And you know, I think um, you know he said something. I think important. A really key word is prepare. There's a difference between preparing and making plans. Did you know that? There's like you might make plans. But there's a difference between getting prepared and getting planned. And biblically speaking, we're supposed to prepare, but it has an awful lot to do with God's plans. See, God makes the plans. We're to be prepared for them. We should be doing something. Right? You know, he's, I feel that things have – it's a very interesting six months because on the one hand, he's right that there's cultural decay that seems like it is moving faster than we've ever seen it. I'd say that's probably correct. But I also think that there is – a a spiritual movement that I think a lot of people are waiting for, right? We see these He Gets Us ads, and it creates a lot of conversation, and the Jesus Revolution movie is out now, and it's creating a lot of conversation. What I want to know is, what are we waiting for? What is the, what's the step? Are we ready to do something, or are we still waiting for something else? 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. I'm Pastor Scott Furrow. Let's go to Victor in Alhambra. Victor, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Scott. Hi, Victor. I really enjoy your show. Anyways, okay, so I told the, um, the screener that, you know, what are we waiting for? I'm waiting to win the lottery, but what I'll say is like... <laughs> You're going to wait a long time, my friend. <laughs> I tell you, I don't play. Okay, Elon Musk, he has electronic semi-trucks, right? So you're saying we don't have any diesel to push a snowplow up to Arrowhead, right? But why don't we get Elon Musk to donate one of his beta trucks with a plow on it and go up there with electricity and we don't, you know, pollute with carbon? Well, I think that would have been a great idea like a month ago, right? But the the storms hit. I think that's a big part of it, right, is that we kind of know there are things that we should do, but we don't take action. Yeah. uh, So, okay, like, for instance, um, they're trying to get tanks over to the Ukraine, right? But they can, like, get baby formula to everybody overnight, but we can't move a tank over there. We can move oil through a pipeline, but we can't move water. I mean, what is our country all about? Is it profits before people? So I I think most people feel like um, things are out of order, particularly in our our government and our systems, that there's a lot of incompetence. But what are we waiting for? Why don't we fix it? We've thought that for years. Yeah, everybody feels so entitled, you know, to these things. But, you know, it's we the people who actually have to do it ourselves. We can't count on the government. The government is supposed to fear the people, not people fear the government. And we have to group together. Are we waiting for an opportunity? Are we waiting for a leader? Are we waiting for someone else to do it? See what I'm saying is, Um, what you're saying people have been saying for decades. Yeah, we have been so spoiled in America, you know, with all the handouts and all the, um, you know, um, what is it, all the um, the money that came from the, the pandemic. Right, and everybody's just waiting for the government to do something, but we, the people, are the ones that are supposed to do it. Right, but then um, we go to prison if we act out, if we act up, if we speak out. Well, and, right? and there are certain things that people do that don't really work, 
you know, and then uh, there's some things to do. I appreciate your call, uh, Victor, very much. Okay. Uh, thanks for calling. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. April in Burbank. Welcome to Southern California Live. How you doing, April? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Maybe I saw you at St. Arbucks today in Burbank with uh, Martin Landau uh, hiding. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, wait, wait, maybe, maybe not. Um, I, but uh, what are we waiting for? Um, I do agree that we're waiting for someone else to do something. And we're standing around thinking, you know, I, I, I can't do anything, but someone should do something. So I want to talk about election integrity. Um, because one big problem is that we're, I think we're all waiting for someone to state the obvious that, that there's a big problem with our elections in America. People are trusting less and less. Yes. And it's, it's something that no one wants to talk about. So here is something that every single person can do. And it seems simple, but people aren't doing it is that everyone's got to vote. Be a high propensity voter. I started a political action committee just to get people out to vote. Churchgoers, um, you know, particularly those who want to see the most change, churchgoers, only 40% of churchgoers are registered to vote. Mm-hmm. And of those 40%, only 20% actually show up to vote. So what do we do that's differently? That's problem. yeah, that's that's been the case mm-hmm. for a long time, right? So and yeah. you know in California, I'm not a, I'm not a fan at all of the the mail ballots. However, there's no excuse now not to vote if you're in California. They put it in your hand, Absolutely. right? So we still don't do it. Uh, what we what are we waiting for? Worse. I think everyone's waiting for uh, for someone to confirm that their vote matters when it already does and that is the big Mm. people in california specifically are suppressing their own vote when they say but it's my vote doesn't matter but the machines are doing this but this but that it but i want to tell everyone listening because i i built a whole political action committee around this and i speak at churches and everything about this is that i will guarantee you because I look at the election data every day. Well, maybe not every day, but, you know, a lot. And <laughs> We're like almost two years from an election. You're like really into it every day right now. <laughs> yes, and I wish I got paid for this. Right. And that's another thing. I'm a mother of, of three, and I, this is what I do in my spare time, which I have done. But anyway, this is what, uh, what everyone needs to know is that um, is your vote does matter, and because there's a mathematical limit to how much cheating they can do. If you think they're cheating, if you think that's happening or not. Uh, yeah. Yes, if you think that's happening, if you think it's happening, the only answer is everyone vote. And if the wrong answer votes, is this doesn't count, I'm not going to vote, which a lot of people say. Exactly. So April mm-hmm. in the in the meantime, we don't have uh what the primary is is I don't remember if it's June or if they moved it to March. Uh, in California, but we got at least a year or a year and four months before there's any voting going on. What do we do in the meantime? What are we waiting for? The elections already started. It's already started. Well, I mean, it's already started. Um, I mean, every you're right, but it's it's what, as far as the regular person. What should okay, they do? The regular person, the regular person needs to con needs to contact their what they can do locally. Local action is the most important. If you don't know what's going on locally. 
get involved in your school board or your city council, or you can contact me. Um, I don't know if there's a way for viewers to, because we all have to focus locally. Well, and if you want to, if you want to email me your, we don't put the email out, your information on the air, but uh, oh, you can sure. email me at SoCalLive at KKLA.com, then I'll know who you are. Uh, and I can send yeah. somebody that way. April, I appreciate your call. I want to get to some other calls on that. Sure. I appreciate what you're doing. And, and by Thank the way, you. whenever we've had elections, I'll do a show on you know how people are feeling about it. And we do get a lot of mm-hmm. calls from people who are so discouraged, who feel exactly what right. you're saying, that my vote doesn't count. It doesn't matter. And, you know, when 60 percent of the eligible voters aren't even voting anyway. Your vote actually matters more than you think it does, right? Your your, per, your percentage uh, matters a lot, and uh, you know. So I think you're you're on to something. And on those kinds of issues, um, we used to have a lot more confidence in our elections. I think we can get that back, but we're going to have to do something and not just wait. I appreciate your call, April. Thanks for calling Southern California Live and listening. What are you waiting for? Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Uh, Joe in California. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Joe. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh oh. Joe. Oh, we lost Joe. All right, Joe, give us a call back. 888-528-2557. See if you can get a better connection and do that. Uh, let's go to Rick in Los Angeles. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. I'm here in the car with my, my 10 year old. Yeah. I, um, I, it, it, it's, it's a complex and at the same time, it's a simple question. I think, um, as we look at, and I'm, by the way, I, I, I returned to faith recently after my 40 years in the desert of mm-hmm. having lost faith and having been lost. And, uh, I can't really describe in words what, you know, the changes in my life. Good for you. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, that is yeah, so great. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, the, the whole passage of, of the son coming back. Uh, and the father being happy throwing a party because he's back. It's, mm. uh, it's, it's just, it illustrates exactly where, where I, where I am, where I've been recently. And, uh, but I think, um, in terms of the changes that we want and we need desperately from a social political standpoint are so intrinsically connected to our, to where we stand on things. Yes. We have, we, we wouldn't have ever gotten to the point where we have gotten, this is, I mean, this is like out of revelation, the things that, that are happening. All the, all the things that are happening in terms of how, you know, our children are currently being indoctrinated to a number of other things, a long list. We all know it. Yeah. Uh, but I do believe that, uh, and also a broken system, a, a suffrage, a, a system of, of, of voting that is, that, is, that, is, that is broken, and that is compounded as well by people being discouraged, therefore no voting. Um, but also not voting because um, I think uh, the way we vote, the way we say, we speak our minds, the way we, we choose to go in one direction or another, or want in a country or a whole you know, world to go in one direction or another, is intrinsically connected to, to where we are in terms of faith, what mm. our beliefs are and where, where, where we come from. I agree. And I think hey, as we... Hey, Rick, as, I have as, to as take as a commercial break. Can you hang on through the break? Okay. Can you do that? Yeah, yeah. All right, please hold on, yeah, and then I will come back to you. I have to go to a break. This is Southern California Live. We're asking the question, what are we waiting for? I think you can apply that in a whole lot of ways. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. I'm Pastor Scott Furrow. I'll be back as the Thursday edition of Southern California Live continues. 
This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. I am Pastor Scott Furrow. And we're asking the question, what are you waiting for? And you can apply that in different ways. I had this thought today uh, for various reasons. We've had a lot of calls on it. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. We're talking to Rick in Los Angeles. Rick, thanks for holding on through the break. No worries. And Rick, you said you're there with your son. He's 10 years old. He was 11, yes, turned 11 yesterday. Yes. Oh, 11 yesterday. And, 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 11. And what? Go ahead. My son is turning 11 in two weeks, so I'm uh, right there with you. One of the things that, uh, one of the greatest gifts that I received in my return to Jesus is that my son, at a, at a similar time, also received Jesus, and by, I have no influence on that whatsoever. Yeah. And, uh, and it's one of the things that uh, continues to amaze me to this day. And, 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 and to the point of, you know, what are we waiting for, I think, I think, you know, it, it, you could argue that um, for as long as we don't also bring this newer generation onto 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 the path of righteousness, uh, also good choices are not going to be made in mm-hmm. the changes that we want. Those changes are not going to happen as 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 the, this this mantle of secular uh, of the secular world continues to to push aggressively to erase faith faith to uh, and and all the long list of agenda items that, that, that he has. What, you want to say something? Oh, my son wants to say something. Oh, okay. Hi. Hi, what's your name? Uh, my name is Eli. Hi, Eli. Thanks for listening to our show. Um, so, in school today, um, one of my friends told me that he overheard a few other kids um, making fun of the Holy Spirit and God. Uh-huh. And um yeah. So you heard that, huh? How did that make you feel? Made me feel how how it's like they're not as like made me feel bad just because that they were making fun of Jesus and God but Jesus yeah. appeared. Yeah. Well, you know, something that I think you can do, and you can do this with your dad, is pray for your friends. And pray that they get to know the Lord, and you can say, God, you know, use me as an example. Give me the opportunity to tell them what I have learned about Jesus Christ. Thank you. You know, and uh, I really appreciate you sharing that story. You know, I think that uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of us hear that same thing, and I think sometimes we're, we're waiting I don't want to make anybody think that prayer isn't doing something. I think you pray, but then you you pray for those people, but then also pray that God uses you because he's put you there for a reason. You know, I think to pray for him, but also to love him. And that's something great that you get to do, and you get to do that with your dad. I'm so proud of both of you. Uh, Rick, uh, hey, uh, I'm really glad that you uh, have come to the Lord. And uh, thanks thanks for your call and your input today. Thank you so much. Have a good one. All right. God bless you. All right. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. What are we waiting for? Uh, Rodney in Inglewood. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hello? Hi, Rodney. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, I, I may be wrong, but I think we're focused in the wrong direction. Okay. Uh, when we talk about uh, politics and voting as secularism and uh, uh, Democrat, Republican, I don't neutral, I don't care what it is, it's not spiritually oriented. And so I think we should not be waiting. We have gifts in heaven, the Lord says. You can build your gifts in heaven by what you do on earth. So Jesus didn't say, oh, you have to vote this way, that way, or that way, because Christians are going to be persecuted, whether they're, whatever their politics are, they're going to be persecuted. We should be doing, as the Bible says, do things for our gifts in heaven. That could be a, a motivator when people say, oh, well, I'm building gifts in heaven by doing what God tells me to do. Mm. We, we got to uh, uh, cut ourselves away from secularism that does not believe in God. And uh, towards uh, the, the believe in man-made politics, that man himself can solve the problems, but they can't. Your Christians that are not political in the third world, a lot of them are dying, starving to death. They're going to go straight to heaven. They, they built a whole lot of riches in heaven. So our battle is a spiritual battle. Satan uh, is going to attempt to take over the world. And uh, we, we, we know that. Yeah. Do you feel like we're waiting on the wrong things, like politics? Are we waiting for a political things. savior? Yes. We're, we cannot vote our way into heaven. We cannot take people with us to heaven by voting. That's a man-made structure, and a lot of the structure is Satan-motivated. The mark of the beast are the, are the electronic servants. Uh, all kinds. You got to excuse me. All kind of stuff that we believe in is Satan oriented. Uh, the one world government. We can't. Uh, people don't realize you cannot stop it by voting. You may be inputting, inputting into it to come true. There's a lot that's uh, a lot that's out of our control, right? Because God has a plan. Ultimately, it culminates with the coming of Christ. And right. whatever you, you think about that plan, yeah, you can't change you it. Change that plan by voting, right? Uh, you can't, and maybe that's a big piece of it, Rodney. I appreciate your your input on that. And, and we should be helping the poor. Uh, we should be converting people mm -hmm. to become saved. That's our job. That's what Jesus said. He told uh, us to make disciples and yes, to uh, care for the widows yeah, and the orphans. That's we should do, be doing exactly what he says. We should not bring politics in there or anything because that's man-made rubbish. All right, Rodney, appreciate I, I appreciate your call. Thanks for calling, Rodney. I appreciate that very much. You know what? Uh, when he talks about you know the plan of God, this is the difference between prepare and plan, right? God's plan is going to happen. You know, I think you should vote. I think there are there's a place for a Christian worldview in the public square. But in between those elections and those times, we've got to be out there. And the, the purpose of our vote or our voice in the public square is ultimately to let people know the gospel, right, to take care of people who are hurting. And I think that's something that is important to remember because any reading of Scripture is going to tell you that every government, including our own, one day is going to fail, that every government will not 
um, live up to the hype that every government, including our own, one day is not going to uh, ultimately follow the Lord. And so we have, I think, an obligation as citizens to have a voice for um, really serving people and lifting people up in the power of the gospel. I think that's fine in the public square, actually. But at the end of the day, the win is not some politician who comes to town. The win is people coming to Christ and having the Holy Spirit really change their life. 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. I'm Pastor Scott Furrow. Jackie and Compton, welcome to Southern California Live. Oh, yes, I wanted to chime in on this, on this conversation. Yeah. Basically, what Rodney said, I think that that is what I was going to say. Because um, I know I'm waiting on the coming of the Lord. I'm looking forward to it. There's times in my life at this point when I see everything that's going on in this world, I just say to myself, I tell people, wow, I wish the rapture would come. And But then I realize I go to church, I read my Bible, and I realize I think that I'm not supposed to wait because I don't know when the Lord's going to come. Mm-hmm. So I I believe personally that what I need to do is I need to share my faith. I need to go out there in the world, whoever's around me, and just by the way I live my life, and if I get the opportunity to share the love of the Lord with them, I think Jesus says, my work is not done. And I believe that that's that's what I should be doing. I shouldn't just be sitting down and waiting it, it it would be easier. It would be a lot easier. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think that that's what I should do. And do you feel like so that that the that. church is doing that? That we're waiting. Maybe we are waiting just for Jesus to come back, or waiting. You know, this is what I was thinking about. Uh, my hopefully soon to be friend, the Martin Lando impersonator at the Starbucks. You know, I mean, he's close to death. Just if you do the math, okay, he's probably you know ninety right. years old. My guess, maybe he is you know, 80 years old and had a hard life, you know, there's hard to judge that sometimes. But, uh, you know, eventually for him, just like the rest of us, we're going to go meet Jesus. Are we just waiting for that and then not acting on it? I think he's called us to fight the good fight in between yeah. now and then. To, yeah, that's, to, what, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking yeah. when I heard this conversation. You actually helped me because I, I found that there are times there's so much chaos going around that I just um, retreat inside myself. Yeah. And I pray about it. And hearing this today is a very, very good subject because that's not my calling. I, I believe God calls us to go out there and just live the life for Jesus. He does. He told us, to God. He told us yeah. to go make disciples. And I think that's yeah. a big piece of it. Disciple making is an active, practical work of doing what God asked us to do. I, thanks for your call, Jackie. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you for letting me share. Thank yeah, you. thanks for calling, Jackie. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. i got to take a break, and uh, I see your call on there, Sandy. And, Ted, uh, I'll get back to you and other callers when we return. After the break, this is Southern California Live. Scott Furrow, your host. I'll be back as the Thursday edition continues. Stay tuned. 
This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Good to be with you on Southern California Live. Good to be in Southern California live every day from 3 to 5, every weekday anyway, 3 to 5. We are asking the question, what are you waiting for? What are we waiting for? I've had this sense, and I want to share it today, that we're just as a as a culture, even as a church, we're kind of just waiting, I think. We're waiting for something to happen. But what are you waiting for? When do we do something? And what is it that we should be doing? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Ted, City of Angels, how you doing, Ted? Are you running for president? Are you asking, are you announcing right now? Is this what you're going to do? Well, I was going to call and tell you what I'm waiting for was your endorsement for <laughs> Theodore Daniel Tweeten for the presidency. That's T-D-T, Theodore Daniel Tweeten. It's a Norwegian name. It was Tweeten. And they went through Ellis Island, they changed the name to Tweetsen. But the original name is Tvaiten, because they don't use W's, the Norwegians. My father was a Norwegian Swede. But at any rate, uh, I also, I, you know, I, the topic of, um, you know, what we leave existing in churches and not, and take out. And, and there was a, I've been to many, many, many churches. And uh, the church that I grew up in, they had this little song when we were, taking communion and people were singing it as we're going up and i've never heard it and they actually took it out and it it broke my heart because i grew up in that church i was an altar boy i sang solos everything and i'd like to share it with you it's 45 seconds if you if you don't interrupt me when i say amen in the middle would you like to hear it uh what yeah go ahead okay just briefly This is a piece of victory for our God, for the Lamb who was slain has begun his reign. Alleluia, alleluia, worthy Uh, is Christ. Is that what you, what you, is just a brief one, there's a little bit more. Yeah, well, I'm going to, I'm going to clap for you there. You know, I don't want to ruin your campaign uh, chances later on. You know, every, every, everything's recorded. You know, these days uh, on the air. That, that's all right. I, if they're but when you you know, do you think that we take a song like that and uh, you know, what do we do with that? We sing in church, and we sing praises to the Lord, and sometimes we sing about um, what the Lord has done for us, and we sometimes sing about what we need to go out and do. What are we waiting for? That's the whole topic of everything. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. You know? You know, it's, uh, you know, he's, he's my Lord and Savior. I, I know it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it's basically, you know, Los Angeles is the key, you know, like Steve Wilburn said in a ministry, basically, you know, um, everybody comes here. And I used to say that all the time. I used to say, why do I need to go see the world? Everybody comes here. You know, it's where the debris meets the sea and the surf meets the turf. And, you know, all cultures come here. And, uh, you know, it's a blessing. Yeah, you can, you can learn a lot, you know, uh, you know, I appreciate that, uh, Ted. And I think on that thought here, you know, we don't really, to do something, you don't, you might be called to go somewhere, but you're called to be where you are. Some brilliant person once said, you know, you bloom where you're planted. 
And if God has put you in L.A. or San Diego or anywhere in our listening audience, there are people around you. That's your ministry. That's where you make disciples, the people in your life. Amen. And sir. I think that's where you start. Ted, thanks for calling, and I'll, I'll keep looking forward to your announcement. I know you have plenty of time to make a decision about running for president. Amen, sir. All right, Ted, thanks for calling, and for the song for serenading us uh, on Southern California Live, 888-528-2557. What are you waiting for is the question. Sandy in Anaheim, welcome to Southern California Live. Hello. Hi, Sandy. Hi. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm blessed. Oh, I'm glad. glad. All right, go ahead. What are we waiting for? Well, it's been very, very discouraging for a lot of people about voting. Yeah. And uh, the reason why, it doesn't matter if you have, your party have the most votes. It doesn't matter. What matters is the electoral vote. Okay. Well, you vote right? to, yeah, but you, you vote to elect the electors. Most of the time that hasn't been controversial in 200 years. Well, there's something not right there. But I think one of the things you're speaking to, though, is that people uh, people kind of have lost some hope in that. But here's my question is, <clears throat> you know, in between elections, every two years, you know, every four years, the Electoral College, but every two years, people vote for Congress. You know, there's some local elections. Um, what do we do in the meantime? Are we just waiting for the next election and hopefully we'll elect the right people and hopefully uh, things will go smoothly and they'll finally change things? Or is there something else that well, we should be doing? I think people, the commun- uh, community, each one need to write elector to Congress. Who do we talk to? Congress is not supposed to make any rules or laws, right? Congress is supposed well, to, Congress is supposed to make the laws. That's what they do. All right. But not the laws that benefit them, give them raise, keep them in office. <laughs> yeah, well that is also what they are, are are doing for sure. But what do we do? Let's just assume for a minute, uh Sandy, that that the politics is going to be corrupt. And that politicians today are going to do what they've always done, and they're going to vote themselves a raise and and stay in power as long as they can. What do we do? Well, the I mean, American just, people isn't the American people in charge? Well, let's sure, but let's just say, I mean, beyond elections, I guess that's kind of where I'm going to. Do we feel like our only hope is the the people we elect making things better, or is there something else we can do? I think what we can do is start with our community. Yeah. Start with our neighbors. Mm-hmm. Getting to know who our neighbor is. Oh, that's a huge one right there. That's a big thing yeah. is actually getting to know the people that are your neighbors in your neighborhood, your community, mm-hmm. your building, your your street, your even the people that you work with, right? Wherever you go. I think that yes, would I think that would Yeah, I think that would make a big difference to um to realize, you know what? And Sandy, I'll tell you this, and it's for me too and, and all of us, I think that part of the solution is us loving our neighbor. Somebody once told us about that. Yes. And uh, yeah. I, I think he, yeah, he did. Yeah, I think he was right about that. You know, he didn't say go elect your neighbor. He said go love him. Yes, and, you love your neighbor. The churches have been a big issue here too. Yeah, we... I because think, we have churches, 
that have all these denominations. Jesus did not come to promote denomination. What do you call it? Uh, yeah, no, I, we're I, we're I, very I, divided on a lot of stuff, aren't we? Yeah, and the church leaders, who are these people? You they're know. worse than, than Congress. <laughs> if the division, the division is in the churches with the well, so-called yeah. leaders. You know, uh, Sandy, I want to get to another call, but yeah, I appreciate uh, your insight on this. I think getting local in your community is a great thing to do. Uh, and it's great for our churches to do. And I would say that, you know, whoever we put in political office probably reflects what's going on in our communities. And that's why our communities matter so much. You know, if our, if the people we're electing are corrupt, well, maybe they're getting elected by corrupt people. Right. So let's let's well, many people. Are, you know what? Many people don't even know what they're voting for. Right. They don't. They just know. Oh, well, I'm Democrat yeah. or I've always been Republican. Yeah. Sandy, Come on, it's time to yeah. wake up. Sandy, I want to go to another call, but I appreciate your call oh. and uh, your thoughts there. And and you know what? Here's another thing. We're going to talk about this more in the next hour. A lot of Christians don't know what they believe. Uh, the studies are saying that a lot of people who go to church, go to church regularly, don't actually believe what they say they're going to believe. And that is a big, big deal. 888-528-2557. Art and Orange. Welcome to Southern California Live. Yes, hi, uh, Scott. Thank you for bringing up this topic. I think it's timely. Hey, no pun intended, waiting, right? Right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I grew up uh, in the past with a lot of a lot of speak about the rapture, the rapture, the rapture, how Lindsay and whatnot mm-hmm. and the rapture. Yeah. And fast forward to today, because I can remember, and I used to cringe when I would hear some people would say, oh, well, the rapture, and we're out of here. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, is that... Is that what is that what this is all about? Yeah. And what about all of those people that Jesus called us to love? It's fascinating because when when he walked the earth, he wasn't with the people that we would see as oh they're very religious and high as a pious. He was with the t- tax collector. Mm-hmm. He was reaching out to a prostitute, an adulterer, and so I think that I, I almost can hear him asking the question. What are you waiting for? Yeah. Well, and, and it's in, a conviction that, hmm. yeah, I think it's a deep conviction because, uh, you know, like the last caller, um, ultimately it's, you know, loving those around you. And, and like you said, that the mission field, hey, the mission field is right outside your front door. Right. You might be called to another country, but most, and that's great, but most people aren't. Most people are called to the people that God has placed in their life uh, at any given moment. All right, I appreciate your call. I got to let you go. We got a hard break coming up here. I want to uh, say this kind of on the end. You know, as he, he, when we had a few other callers mention this too. Yeah, you know what? One day you're going to see Jesus, and it would be fantastic if the uh, rapture happens before our next hour of the show. Um, but Christians have thought that forever. And if you read the book of Revelation, Jesus speaks to the churches in uh, the first three chapters. He speaks to what we should be doing now before he even gets to what's going to happen in the end. And he says, this is what you ought to be doing. And it has to do with your doctrine. It has to do with your your spiritual life, with your behavior, with the way you love people, with focusing on Christ and remembering your first love. Can I just share this with you? Don't wait. Love the Lord. Love Jesus. Study your Bible. Pray for the people in your life and be the discipler that you are called to be.
And that has everything to do with how you walk your life, your morality, and what you believe in Jesus. And do that. It'll change the world. It'll change everything you might be worried about. I'm out of time. We'll come back in a few minutes here for Hour 2. This is Southern California Live. Scott Furrow, your host. I'll be back as the Thursday edition continues. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.